Hello, everyone, and welcome to Frame and Perfect. It's a podcast about finding beauty in failure, namely the failure of Hollywood to make a decent video game film. I'm Zach. That's Josh. Hello, I'm Josh. And then over here to my right is Cody. I'm Cody, and today I'm wearing pants. Oh, man. Boy, howdy. It's really nice when he wears pants. I was going to say, I, I didn't know that was we were supposed to do that. What, wear pants? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, you know what? It's, it's, you know what? You do you. You have some kind of cloth bottoms going on. But no top. I can. No. Let's I'm, see. Okay, I'm, see, that's I'm, all, I'm letting it breathe right no, now. No, no, no. It's the Wild West for the tops, baby. Yeah. It's going to be a problem if you have to sneeze. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I can't sneeze into my shirt anymore. You can't. I know. You guys are just going to have to deal with it all sticky on my chest. Oh, God. It's going to be on my pop filter. Oh, no. Oh, gross. I mean, I can move the pop filter down to like oh. kind of semi trans, like kind of cover it, but. Okay. I guess here's a question. If yeah. you're going to sneeze, uh-huh. we've all agreed that probably the shirt is the most mathematically ethical place to sneeze into uh-huh. because you're not getting on anywhere else. But here's a question there's still a little bit of like spray out from the sides of the shirt, right? There's no, <laughs> there's no flaw. There's no foolproof sneeze spot, yeah, right? Okay. What if, what if, and hear me out on this, what if you sneeze into somebody else's mouth? On purpose? On purpose. <laughs> oh, well, I'm just They were like, oh, you're about to sneeze and they, and they open well, up. They're like, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catch like, it for me. Yeah. Are they, are they permissing you to? It's the buddy system. Yeah, you have. Somebody agrees to it, and it seems fine to me. <laughs> Did I just make a new fetish, guys? I, I, I don't know how because like if you sneeze, like you kind of do a combination of nose or mouth or one extreme or the other. You have to like I think people have to control their sneezes better if you're doing it in somebody's mouth. Also, it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Let me get that out of the way. I'll real never, quick. I'll never forget the time. And it's <laughs> like their is- cheeks like expand just slightly. <laughs> But then, like, if they can't control their cheeks and it comes back on you, what's the point? Well, okay, listen, here's a question. What, Why can't you borrow somebody else's shirt instead of their mouth? <laughs> Why don't yeah, you just... I thought that's what you were going to say. No, if you're... No, listen, listen. What is sneezing but violently making out with someone? Just sneeze in the mouth of someone else you're already dating you and you're fine. You tooth that way. Yeah, okay, that's fine. There is a legitimate headbutt problem. But if you just you just you know buckle down and or be just what if somebody like wears like a suit like a hazmat suit and they're like the volunteer okay sneeze on me and then I'll go like all day like they're your sneeze like if you're at work there's like a designated sneeze person that just kind of goes around I would only agree to it if I could wear like a prophylactic or something in my mouth to, to like you know keep from like feeling con- it drain for fifteen uh, yeah. minutes yeah. yeah no there's a dental dam we're gonna install. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! I just what always, are we talking about? No, today? I just always remember, and it plays into me and haunts me in my darkest moments. Uh, I was in uh, middle school, and my buddy, uh, we were passing each other in a doorway, and we were like, you know, doing that number where we were like squeezing to fit in, uh-huh. and he fucking burped in my mouth. Oh my god. <laughs> he was just being a shit, and he's like, "Hey, Zach," and I'm like, "Yeah," and he goes, "Blah." Oh my god! And I swear to God, did you divorce him? I, God, I should have, but you no, I was just, that friendship. I'm just, I, God, I'm just a, oh man, I'm just a, uh, what is it, uh, what do they call the women? Stockholm Syndrome. Oh that won't God. leave their abusive relationship. That reminds me, my, bro- my brother, so he's he's about to graduate, he's in last year of med school. He is going to be allegedly, you know, saving people's lives, curing people. Every time he comes into town and, and we're drinking anything, he makes it a point to get real close to me 
and then just burps in my face. And I'm like, you're a doctor. You're not supposed to be doing gross shit. Like maybe it's because he can't to patients, but I don't know that. Here's gross. my question. That's biological though. warfare. To Why? Me. Why can't he do it to patients? I'm pretty sure they can't tell him no. What kind of doctor is he? <laughs> Nobody's going to believe you. See, that's that's messed up. What's, I mean, it's messed up he does it to me, I guess. Well, Those patients should be thanking me because otherwise he would be doing it to them. Exactly. You were, you were the sneeze eater for, oh the, rest, for the rest of the American medical industry. No, I don't, no, don't want to eat the sneeze. <laughs> oh. what, what kind of doctor is and he? And like sneezes like smell bad too like sometimes. Well, they don't taste good either. Listen, I'm not saying this because it's good. I'm just saying I don't know where else we can ethically put them. Not in the air. Just in your, I don't know, maybe instead of, okay, not a shirt, but like maybe we have pouches like kangaroos. Yeah, I was, I was about to say like we just need to invent like a sneeze pouch. Keep it in like your breast pocket. Here's my problem. You Eventually, you're going to open it, and then it's going to get into the air. And then, <laughs> every, work like, then, then like, everyone is is everyone is breathing everyone else's sneezes all the time. So you're saying like if you capture lightning in a bottle and you open it, it'll blast back out again. That's what will happen with this. Yeah, sneeze. I'm pretty sure that's exactly the how force. it works, Josh. <laughs> the force just is building on itself. It becomes more violent, actually. I would think if you if you. It only it comp- it's like it ferments, man. Oh my god! Which is the o- again the only safe thing, the the only re- environmentally responsible thing we can do is no. sneeze in someone else's mouth. Didn't this, no. this, is, this is making me hungry, man? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this is a podcast about video games, <laughs> video game movies, video game movies. I'm sorry, I am the one who brought up the sneeze. So it's my no, I'm taking the blame. This is it's called a hundred, hundred and twenty percent. Okay, yeah, I'll blame that. <laughs> I was. Oh my god! Hey, listen, guys, I'm just I'm an innovator here. All right. Oh. Oh I'm just trying to save the environment. <laughs> I don't think you are. Oh, unless you're saving the environment by slowly killing each other by sneeze. Well, I mean, overpopulation's the problem, isn't oh it, Josh? God. This sounds like a good premise for a video game, <laughs> like mouth sneezer. <laughs> At least a flash game. Sneeze simulator? Oh, yeah. That'd be like an adult swim game. Oh, my. It's 100% an adult swim adult game. Adult swim, if you're listening. If you're listening. Copyright patent pending, but we can talk. Yeah, we're gonna we're I'm gonna send this podcast to myself in the mail. So <laughs> it's oh my god, just a lavishly illustrated sneeze simulator, two thousand SNK style graphics. And like you get like the perfect wax seal on the envelope that looks like snot. Oh my god. Sneeze with your dad simulator. There we go. <laughs> with so, your stepdad Ron at Thanksgiving. <laughs> Ron? Yeah, that's what I assume my stepdad's name would be. <laughs> Fair enough. It's, Fair it's enough. A, Ron's a and I don't and I don't hate Ron. I'm just like I'm I'm cool, but like I think Thanksgiving and Christmas are enough. Maybe yeah. maybe New Year's. Okay, Ron. If you, I got nothing else going on, and Ron's already drunk when I get there. You hear this, Ron? Joss doesn't hate you, but I hate you, Ron. <laughs> Zach hates you. He's I hate you, Ron. In your mouth. Um. <laughs> So in case all that didn't make it clear. That's a new threat, by the uh, way. Don't shut the fuck up. I'm going to sneeze in your fucking mouth. mouth. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are we done with this? (laughs) Yeah, we are. (laughs) In case all of that didn't make it abundantly clear. uh, This is a podcast about watching video game movies and talking about why they're bad and also good sometimes. We're so sorry. (laughs) But not sorry enough to stop doing it. Can we talk about a potential good? I think a good in in video game movie news. (laughs) Have, Have you guys seen? The, the Sonic update, yes, yeah. Thoughts, thoughts on that. Uh, you know what? I think it's uh, <coughs> looks less worse. It yeah. looks. You know what? Cody is Cody is dyed in the wool Sonic fan, so <laughs> there's no pleasing him. Just like with Doom, there's there's no Doom movie they can make that would please him. So um, he's gonna be the he's gonna be for the nays in this one, and I will be for the yays. I think it looks pretty okay. 
Uh, it's still going to be probably dumb and terrible, but uh, that's a better looking Sonic. It makes me wish that like it take that Sonic and like maybe throw everything else out and just keep that Sonic and other Sonic. They're, what are what are the or do they have a? Obviously, he's a hedgehog. I know that they're like species, but are they? Yeah. Like, is there a planet that they have? I'm I think they're implying he's an alien. Okay. Yeah. No, they basically say he's coming to our. He's come to our planet. He's like Thor. He's like Thor. He's okay. a Thor, basically. Okay. He's he's an alien, but he's not. And is Jim Carrey an alien in this one? No, I'm pretty sure he's just Jim a Carrey's, wacky human. Okay. Well, Jim Jim Carrey is 100 percent an alien, but Doctor <laughs> yeah. Robotnik is just a man. I Eggman. He's an oh, yeah. Jim God. Carrey, the alien, is playing a human. Mm. Is he Eggman or Robotnik in this? I think they called him Robotnik. I think they did too. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm just a box. Despite the fact that Eggman was actually the original Japanese name, mm-hmm. but Robotnik sounds cooler. Yeah. I forgive me for I'm a Bakugaijin, but he is Robotnik and will always be Robotnik in my heart. Agreed. Yeah. Motion um, motion sure. passes. I, I I'm potato tomato. It's all it's all good. Uh, Robotnik's what I grew up with though. Yeah. Thank yep. you. On the old cartoons. Yes. I think it'll be all right. Yeah. Um I do for everything else that has gone wrong in this timeline that we're living in currently, <laughs> I would have loved to actually have seen Nightmare Rat Sonic <laughs> all the way to completion. Like, it, it is better, and... They probably are going to have a cut, or like on the Blu-ray special. You know, ap- apparently it came out that they didn't have most of it animated, actually, that they huh. had all the animating to do. Like, it was like, oh, it's going to cost so much money to get it. Yeah, and they probably like, weren't even done with the movie. when. Yeah. Oh, no, I think yeah. they just animated the trailer parts. So it was like, it, I think it was $5 million to redesign and animate that new version. Uh, $35 million. Like, <laughs> no, for sure. That's a solid number. $35 million. That's confirmed. Because yeah. I heard something where it was like, they didn't have most of it animated. Uh, and it was a lot it, cheaper. To the, so they, the whole reason why it looked like that is because they didn't bother hiring, like hiring people in the industry or whatever. Sure. Um, designers, they wanted to cut costs and save money because uh, Sega rightfully, they were very much like, this is make or break for us like this. We need it. And then, but they also wanted to, they kind of use that fear to like kind of cut back on costs. So just in case it wouldn't do it. Sure. Um, but the, um, the guy that they got to lead it, uh, Tyson, Tyson has, yeah. yeah. Uh, that fucking guy is super talented. Yeah. That his whole story is actually like legitimately super cool. Yeah. Cause they're like, Oh, in 2004, yeah, they showed his deviant art fan art mm-hmm. of Sonic stuff. And then like, you know, he gets he is able to animate in the YouTube cartoon boom, mm-hmm. and then he was doing stuff for the Archie official comics, yep, and yep. suddenly he did he work on Archie versus Predator? Uh, no, 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 just for the Sonic <laughs> for the Sonic version. That would have been awesome. That's a real thing, by the way. Yes, yeah, I'm waiting for that movie, <laughs> <or> TV show <laughs> crossover. We have to have another conversation at some other point, some other episode about all the fucking batshit crossovers Archie's been in. Oh, it's like it, Batman. I I'm thought, pretty sure there's I, a Batman, there's a Predator, there's the Punisher. Punisher. No, I was gonna say like yeah, Batman like has vampire some vampire shit. Yeah. yeah. Batman has some pretty wacky ones, but Archie's got like insane levels of. But we yeah. have to get to we have to get this movie at some point okay. tonight. What are we watching, Zach? Oh, okay, right. It's Sonic, everyone. It's the oh, nineteen it's the nineteen ninety four Sonic OVA. No, we are watching Tekken, the twenty ten uh, film release live adaptation of Tekken. Now, boys, before we get into this, what's your history with Tekken? Well. I okay, so <clears throat> my freshman year in high school, uh, it's in you know, 
it doesn't matter if you don't live in Dallas or whatever, but in downtown Dallas, there was a, there's a college called El Centro, and they had like a tiny little high school, like 100 people there. And it was kind of an unusual sort of space. And they had arcade cabinets. They had like three of them. And I would, any ch- chance I got, I would try to play one of these games. One of them was like Tekken 2. Hmm. And there was, so I kind of have these fond memories of being like 14. And it's like, you know, uh, just trying to, between classes or before, you know, before it start, before school would start, just trying to get in a quick game and see if I could just get a little better at it. And it was really fun. And I, I always was kind of charmed by it, you know, because it was one of the um, early 3D fighters. And yep. it was just very chunky and polygonal. And there was just something neat about it. And I'm not even into fighting games. I, th- I thought it was pretty neat. But, but more importantly, what do you remember about the plot? Um, about the eternal struggle between Jin Kazaba. There's a cheetah man, and then later there's a panda. That's about, cheetah I don't know. Man. He's a jaguar, <laughs> oh, okay. son of a bitch. King. Oops. King is a wrestler. He's a luchador, and he wears the jaguar mask because, you know, jaguars and wrestling. So to answer your question, I don't know anything about the plot. <laughs> the, the criminal back and forth of the Mishima Zaibatsu. I actually know a weirdly amount about this meta plot. Josh, you f- you fuck with Tekken much? Uh, I do and did didn't do. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, same, a Street Fighter was first fighting game I played. I mm-hmm. played it at a neighbor's house growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Tekken was my first arcade fighter. Yeah. Uh, and my brother and I would just watch because we didn't have any quarters. We just watched the screen because we thought what was cool was uh, all the different character animations for the intro had their different martial arts styles. Yeah, going yeah. Namco named yeah. all these stuff where they'd animate their katas, um, and so, it was really neat. Yeah, my I think mine was Tekken three, so we played a lot of that. Um, and then uh, my still favorite Tekken game is Tekken Tag. I know that there's a Tekken Tag two, and I like that one. But uh, me and my brother and my friends were. Our fresh, our friendships were all tested quite often by playing Tekken Tag. See that period right there is like a golden age of Tekken because yep. it's in that that first that first bubble of three um, D fighters mm-hmm. in that late place that late PSX era. Yeah, you know because Tekken three came out and it was a massive success in mm-hmm. the arcades, and then the port was good, and then Tekken Tag tournament. But I I sort of came into it for real because I didn't I like prepared for friends copies and stuff, mm-hmm. but. Tekken 4, when yeah. I got my PlayStation 2, I really leaned in on that one. And that was, it's really fun. It's cool. And it's got a dumb fucking story mode. And I enjoyed it because, you know. Well, and I also think, I mean, that definitely led me into playing like Soul Calibur 2. Because I thought just because I was a dumb kid, you know, 3D fighter. Well, this time it's Tekken, but they have swords. So that's why I went for that. So it was a big gateway to, to arcade cabinet fighting games and stuff like that for me. So yeah, but again, the plot. Were you again? We're talking a lot about gameplay because mm-hmm. obviously fighting games. But do you do, how familiar uh, with the, the, the uh, meta plot? Uh, mostly familiar. I remember trying to read it uh, from what I could and and, and and remember it from playing it. Um, and then I think probably one night in high school, I fell down a Wikipedia rabbit hole of the different characters. So I know most of the characters. I know minimal plots. Um, but other than that, I, I couldn't tell you like the overall. I don't. I honestly, I don't know anything past. I think three. Yeah. I know there's Devil Jin at some point. He gets the Devil Gene, and then yeah. it's all yeah. So it's. I don't know. We'll see which one this adapts. I, I'm gonna guess, not having seen this film, uh, I have to assume it's what Tekken one. I'm gonna presume that's what they adapt. Mm-hmm. 
my but, uh, my assumption is is that it's probably going to be an amalgamation of the most popular games. That's probably actually fair, but I guess we'll find out. I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure we'll we'll let you know before too long. Um, but in the meantime, we're uh, we're going to break to watch this film, and uh, we'll be right back after this musical interlude. <laughs> Okay, and we're we're here, everyone. We're back, and we watched Tekken, boys. We, we watched did. some Tekken. Um, off the top, was it what you were expecting? Uh, not at all. Not, <laughs> not no, at all. I, I thought all. that I was going to be kind of bored and that it wasn't going to... I don't know. It was way more entertaining than I expected. I mean, I feel like a goddamn fool because the first rule of adaptations is don't expect them to use what was actually in the game. And, you know, I don't know why I thought that all this stuff with, oh, the corporations and the Mishima Zaibatsu and the devils. I don't know why I thought they'd use that anime shit. Like, really, that I was fucking... I mean, I was hoping. I was hoping, but I was, you know, disabused of that notion rather quickly. Yeah. I'm convinced that at least someone who worked on this movie actually played the game. Well, I mean, I think they did. I just yeah. think they were like, we actually have a story we want to tell. Our own story. Yeah, I felt like they definitely studied the character design and like martial arts of each character like al- almost flawlessly but the the story they were just like yeah throw it away i think we'll get into it but i think what the interesting thing to i feel like what they did here is that they they didn't set any they, they didn't square this straight with the plot of the games is that they built the entire thing crooked but yeah. then like kept in line with that if you know what i mean because like okay it starts off this is an action-packed 60 seconds, so we have a lot to unpack in the start of this film. Okay, I just want to say that we, this was so sudden and so just in your face that we literally had to rewind it like twice just just to yeah. like soak it in. Like we did because we thought the opening was like you know like a universal like a, a production studio. You get one production studio thing, and then they're in Crystal Sky Productions does not fuck around. You get Crystal Sky. And then, boom, you've got the opening of all the little cities over a darkened world. Like, it's like, oh, did Universal change their animation? Oh, no, no, it's a movie. <laughs> it, it looks, it's a inc- lot of people it's, dying. it's a movie now. It's incredibly universal. Lots of people are dying. And it, and it starts off with this batshit narration. And, all right, all right, boys, the terror wars. The terror wars. Yeah. Not the war we, on terrorism. No. Which I was kind of hoping, but it's the terror wars. Then, then the film would have something to say, but no, it's the terror wars. I don't know what that means, but it's like okay, it's never elaborated no, on never. at all. No, it's just, I, like I don't what what caused all of the cyberpunk um, environment or like like in every cyberpunk film, you know, it's it's always about the anxieties of the time, right? What started it in the eighties? You know, I don't understand. Like, what were people nervous about? The nuclear war, I guess. Yeah, because there were there is we still had the Soviet Union. Yeah, at that point. there was still kind of a, a nuclear scare. Yeah, and in the nineties, I guess it was, I don't know, inflation, more <laughs> nuclear scare. I don't know something. The but Gulf to, War. It's it's know. the yeah, it's the Gulf War. It's the terror wars, and then the eight corporations take over the world, which. I think I'm this this again this isn't exactly square to the canon of the games the economic crisis I guess for this movie it'd be the economic crisis Oh right cuz yeah that had just happened yeah. it was still roaring in 2010 Yeah 
2009, probably when this thing was in production. Yeah, maybe even eight, but you oh know. god, god damn, so old. Yeah, it's so we're 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 introduced to the eight corporations that run the world now. Um, should we name them? I don't know no, if it's that it's important. Fine. Just no Tekken is one. There's apparently. yeah. Okay, so let's yeah. That that's that's definitely the thing we have to square here because the film is called Tekken and the game was called Tekken, but the company in the game was not called Tekken. But in the company in the game is in this movie of this game is Tekken. Is Tekken. And but the tournament is called Iron Fist. Which is also the name of the eight corporations that now rule the world. That's the Iron Fist. They're collectively known as the Iron Fist, and, and an Iron Fist is a tournament. The Iron Fist tournament. Tekken the corporation hosts Iron Fist the tournament. Which is in Tekken City. In Tekken City. Oh Wait, how come they host it? If if there's like eight corporations, like who do they decide host it? Uh, it's you know, they trust us. I, I, well, I think he just created it as like a, hey, here's our world agreeing. Here's exercise. what my corporation does, I guess. It's a very, like, this is very much reminds me of um, the uh, G Gundam. Um, I don't know if you two are familiar, but. Is that the one yeah. with the really racist Gundams? Yeah, it's my favorite. We like never it. learn what the Tekken Corporation actually does no. other than host the Iron Fist. I almost said Iron Man. Uh, <laughs> Wait, that's a, that's a, that's a that's chef thing, thing, right? <laughs> No, no yeah. Iron Chef. Iron, Iron Chef. Chef. Now I'm getting three things mixed up. No, I you you, just so I thought you were talking about John Favreau's show Chef. Oh my God! And it, he was in Iron Man. Oh in, wow! In Iron Man, so. It all fucking. It's comes already together, getting man. too meta. Yeah, um, but no, I we don't ever know what Tekken does. Other, well, we figure out, I guess, later what his intentions were. But we. Just I just, I just have to assume every corporation had a post-apocalyptic sport. You okay. know, that they got yeah. the pick, and G-Corp already had Death Race, so it's like Tekken's like, oh, we'll take the fight. So, like, I don't know, Vectro Corp's like, well, fuck, okay. Ski I guess ball. we're stuck. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're post-apocalyptic ski-ball. What's, what's that movie that you guys reviewed? The, and, and the Australia one has the... The uh, Blood of Heroes. The yeah. Australian one has Jugger. That's, has a, jugger. that's a, yeah. a fucking deep can in there that they don't tell you. But I'd like to imagine that one of these corporations just... Just did basketball or something, just like something just really non-violent and, you know. <laughs> or a horse competition. Slalom. <laughs> what's the one What's the one where you have to do the skis and then shoot things with the right? Biathlon. Yes. There's one that the Russians have a biathlon, and it's actually very lovely. One of them just does curling. And no, there's no corporation that rules Canada. So. Yeah, it looked like Canada was the only uh, major country to major, survive yeah, the, so the terror Good job, war. the free territories. Because, again, the terrorists are free just Neo-Canada. Neo. Again, <laughs> G-Gundam. It's all, it's all coming together. Okay, so speaking of incredibly racist depictions of countries and fictions, besides G-Gundam, did they have a Canada Gundam? Uh, I, I, yeah, I have to say He was yes. obviously a lumberjack. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's one of two things. In racist po- post-apocalyptic futures, uh-huh. you're either going to have, you know, it's Canadians and they're polite and it's lumberjacks or whatever or you're going to go to the shadow run route which is to dive very uncomfortably into fucking you know the indigenous people's okay. mythology i was gonna say eh, lumberjack is a uh, for canada is not so bad they had the tequila gundam in mexico though uh, i just <laughs> we won't get into that uh, i just remember it had the horse gundam and i ne- i could not yeah, stop uh, laughing yeah about the it. the horse yeah there was a horse mech yeah a horse mech driven by a horse and god bless that dumbass show that- I wanted to, I wanted to say one last thing about this crazy intro, which is that uh, 
after after we're given this exposition dump and we're just seeing all this action stuff, and then it, it just suddenly goes five days earlier, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. let's go, I guess. From yeah, the the sense I don't of even time. know what's happening, and they're already telling that's me the, like, let's go in the past. That's the only indication of time, and we'll get into it. <laughs> that's the only indi- it gets fucking weird. So here's the setup: it's every fucking post apocalyptic action movie you've ever seen. We follow Jin, who is. I, he's a smuggler, I guess. He's doing Mirror's Edge shit. He's just <laughs> running. He's running through uh, gunfire and bullets and lots of storage containers who, and basically it's Akira parkour. Basically, yeah. who I don't I don't think we talked about it much, but he looks barely seventeen. He doesn't really even look eighteen. He's really baby faced. Yeah. I'm sure he's older. Yeah. Like I'm sure he's not, but he's just like one of those preserve in amber kind of actors mm-hmm. that looks. You yeah. Know, if it weren't for his like massive shredded bod, yeah, you know he you you'd see him on your quad, crunching yeah. math homework, kicking the hacky sack around. God damn! So he's running around, and he's oh gunfire and dodging, and there's like high uh, you know fucking twenty ten action techno music going on, mm-hmm. and then he runs into I don't know another building or something, and you meet from. The only thing that you need more, you have to have in every post-apocalyptic film, is some kind of underground resistance. Mm-hmm. So he meets a resistance, and he drops off. How many gig? What was it? Two twenty thousand gigs. A twenty thousand gigabyte um, sphere. Sphere. <laughs> yeah, we don't even. It, it was the internet, right? It looks. It, it, <laughs> I think that's what he said. It was for the internet. They were building a the processor yeah. for the secondary underground internet. That looked nothing more like if Apple tried to make the Ouya. <laughs> and and they, they say 20,000 gigs when they could have just said 2 terabytes. Which isn't even that impressive. Or 0.02 petabytes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're going to go big, make pick I a think hypothetical number and put a lot of them. Yeah, I think it's just because 20,000 sounds like... I mean, and it is. That is kind of a lot. But compared to like when you say 2 t- terabytes or whatever... You know, they should have just made up a a word. They I, or, yeah. no, wait, twenty thousand Tekken bytes. Oh, that that's twenty terabytes. I'm sorry, but that's still not very much. Uh, here's yeah. the here's my question. They do they they don't like periodically make new measures of memory, do they? Like we could extrapolate like levels they beyond petabytes have, currently, yeah, right? Probably, yeah. Which means we could have back then. I don't understand why we don't just say it's like. This is like eighty narco bytes or whatever it's going <laughs> to be. Tekken bytes, I'm Tekken, telling you. bytes, and that's like oh, they oh. could have said Tekken bytes. Yeah. Oh, I know. Wait, that sick. would that would make even less sense. Because oh, well. it's it's fucking so whatever. He drops it off and gets a lot of money, and they do. They're going to do typical uh, post apocalypse. Oh, look at this! Look at this rapscallion, this rogue. He's going around and he's bartering tons of fake globo dollars for coffee and an orange and chocolate because. Mm-hmm. The scarcity future. Because everybody eats protein squares. It's, yeah. all, it's all protein, protein ration, square. square rations. They're rationing their protein squares. I kind of want to know what those taste like. Protein, probably good. I just imagine it's like it's just a block of oatmeal or something. Really umami. It's probably just soy, right? I, mean, I don't want to say it, but it's probably just soy. It's probably just soy, or soylent. <laughs> Spearmint flavor. Yeah. So he goes through and he does this whole thing, and we meet his mom. Because mm-hmm. he goes thinking, oh, briefly, it's mom. And it's like, oh, hey, guess what? I taught you karate because, I mean, that's what happened in the game. But you I know. didn't teach you for your 
I didn't teach you for this. I'm teaching I, you for something else. Which I didn't, I'm ne- not going to go into. Yes, yeah. I taught you for relevant to reasons in the future of the film reasons. I didn't teach you to be a smuggler. Not uh, for Tekken. Not for Tekken. Do you think fighting Tekken will make things good? Well, it's the name of the city, so yeah. probably. Yeah. It's apparently the only thing this company does, as far I as guess. I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. They train fighters, I mean, as we saw. I mean... I, I would just think about like we're basically here anyways, but like if America was just called football land <laughs> and it's like, what do you think football's good for? And it's like, well, probably, probably a lot. I think, you yeah. know, you know, Jerry would be Hihachi, right? <laughs> a thousand percent. <laughs> oh, he already looks like a crazy old man. He just needs we a big hair. Get Jerry, Jerry Jones to get some Hihachi hair. Okay. God damn. Okay. Jerry Jones is Hihachi. Troy Aikman is Jack, and the football is... No, I was just saying, but who's the bear? Who's the bear? What uh, do you do with the bear? Who, Jerry owns a bear, right? We can all agree on that? Jerry probably, Jones owns a bear? At least several. Okay, at least one. Okay, settled. Perfect. Perfect analogy. Spoilers, there's no bear in the movie. or no, And there's no panda. No panda. No uh, Mokujin. Or... No Mokujin. There's no tiny little dinosaur. Gone. There's no gone. Yeah, no gone. I'm so all the fun characters. No boxing kangaroo. God damn it. Nobody oh, looks like they're that. made out of 200 polygons. It's bullshit. You know the and the other biggest probably disappointment that they could have done. They could have totally done King. Oh my god, we totally did not get King, did we? Yeah, that would have been an easy replication. We'll we'll get into their their decisions for like where to pull out of the Tekken canon for this, but it's admirable how thorough they were but also yeah. weird that they skipped the basics uh but we meet his mom and gives him an orange and whatever and then we're introduced to the villains of the film and you know it's the villain because it's carrie togawa and he's high hachi and you know what i would say a reasonable job on the hair it's yes. a little on the small side a it little is. a little practical a little actual like lacking in that anime physics defying yes. but still not but bad. they tried yeah. they really tried I think it, as reasonable as you could get. And that was probably his own hair, too. I just don't think that they could have maybe put some extensions. What the something. hell? I just looked up Tekken on Rotten Tomatoes, and it and, and I had to go to here to find out what year this takes place in because the movie doesn't tell you. 2000. Hold on. All right, all right, all right. Give us an over-under. Okay. Okay. You, how many guesses? Mm, no, no, no. Like, you give us a year, and we'll... Like, okay, if this is made in 2010... Yeah. So I'm going to say... 2030. A little higher. Okay. Are you kidding? 2042. A little lower. 2035. 39. Yeah. 2039. Okay. Why? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's actually, I think that's pretty generous because it's not like they have, I mean, other than the little weird internet device, like they don't really show tech any tech other than like. Cyborg man. Yeah, okay, I guess. Not and, that you see it, because yeah. this film doesn't have that kind of budget, but there's a, a cyborg man in this. Yeah, maybe the, the touch screen being kind of like Iron Man-esque. But other than that, they kind of, I mean, the guns don't look any different. Basically. So we meet the villains of the film. Kari Togawa is Haihachi. And his son, Kazuya? I don't know if he's introduced as Kazuya at this point, but it's anyone who knows anything about Tekken knows that that's Kazuya. Um, and they go through and... They're they're doing like drone scans for Jin because he's with a girl because he's like fought with his mom and ran off because he's like, I'm going to go fight in Tekken someday. Eh. And then he goes, fuck his girlfriend. 
and then they blow up his mom's yeah, house so and look like they kidnapped yeah. her. So Kazuya was put in charge of security. He's security for Tekken because a new Iron Fist is coming. Yeah, up. which is both the country's names and the tournament which the God. countries fight in. Tekken the yeah, Corporation in Tekken City is having a new Iron Fist tournament, not to be confused with Iron Fist, the combined conglomeration of all the eight corporations all the of which Tekken is a member. Yeah, but all those conglomerate corporations are also a part of the Iron Fist Did the tournament. Ri- did the writers just not want to name more things? Maybe it was a rights thing, or a, I but I can't know. imagine why. Just come up with two more names for things. They, you could have just said the Iron Fist Tournament. You yeah. could have, I don't know, whatever. But anyways, but she said Tekken. No, sorry, let's back up. Sorry, because they're not in Tekken. They're not in Tekken City. The no. film starts in the Anvil. In the Anvil, which the are Anvil, the slums. Which are the slums outside of yeah. Tekken City. Don't fight in the Iron Fist Tournament to get into Tekken City. But... Yeah, it's fucking dumb. So, and to make yeah. this even more confusing, the, the synopsis for the movie said that Jin fights Anvil, who, who's who not, not a person. <laughs> yeah. Anvil, a proper noun in that context. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's, yeah. a, it's the city he lives in. Okay, you know, it sounds outlandish to do a kung fu film where a man fights a city, but that's basically that scene from Old Boy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's you're 80% of the way there. All right. So Kazuya is in charge of security... For Tekken, in the run-up to the Iron Fist tournament, he goes and finds the people trying to make the underground internet. Yes. And kills them. Kills them. And then, I guess, is after Jin, even though... As the runner. As the person who stole the equipment. I guess. And they found out where Jin lives. Boy, I wish the movie would have told me that, because I did not put that together until you just said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, they find out where Jin lives, and... They show up and capture his mother, and then uh, he, I guess, gives the order to execute the mother, but also anybody who's in the area, including his own men, and they shoot a missile off screen and blow up the mother. Not the first time that they'll just blow something up in the background and say it's dead later. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But we'll get there. Lots of off-screen deaths in this. Uh, And so Jin despondent over his mother's rocketing to death, um, goes to f- join the Iron Fist tournament. Yes. To to go presumably kill Heihachi because he thinks... Heihachi because he thinks... Uh, he Heihachi's gave, in charge. Yeah, he gave the, the order. Yes. And he's the face of Tekken, and Tekken makes his life hell. And it's this whole, this whole thing. So it's a pretty straightforward revenge plot. Yeah. As dumb as the setup is. Heihachi... Looks kind of like he does in the game, but his hair is not nearly as crazy, so he just kind of looks like an Asian Klaus Nomi. <laughs> That's right. It's a little disappointing. It's it's certainly a realistic way to render that kind of insane hairstyle because it like actually connects, and it's very clearly male pattern baldness, just mm-hmm. like with spring hair. It's a little Trumpy looking on the sides. A little bit. And it, it's a, and I'm just sad because I wanted those like load bearing like fins <laughs> on his head, you know, yeah. the aerodynamic. He should be able to like pierce somebody and like gut them, like with the, them. <laughs> like the goblin glider. I understand. <laughs> picking up air, you fucking just flying. Just yeah, picking up hang time. I understand that's how they had to render it in the in the '90s because the polygon counts were so low. But Hayaji's hair doesn't matter how high fidelity it is, his hair should just be bored straight yeah. like it were polygons. How much brill cream you think that takes? 
Uh, <laughs> more than I'm willing to speculate. That's probably more expensive than the orange or the chocolate or the, or the coffee. Two hundred globo bucks. Uh, globo. Do- oh, that's yeah. There's Tekken dollars and then some globo. black market brill cream. Oh my <laughs> god. So we go to Jin trying to join the Iron Fist tournament, and we're told that martial law has been kicked out for some reason. Which this is my my biggest note. Uh, I don't think we we said earlier who who we liked to play as, but martial law was my favorite and is probably my best character. And the second they introduced him, I'm like, all right. And he got nerfed immediately. And I'm like, well, I'm through with this movie on a certain certain level. Because they set him up as a previous tournament. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of people watching TVs in a bar. Yeah, that's like a major like or or outside looking at an enormous TV like in Running Man. <laughs> I kept thinking about Running Man. There's just all these dirty, slummy people looking at a giant fucking TV. Tell me, how often do you watch television in public with randos? I don't live in New York, so that's exactly yeah. well. That's it's 2039. It, right? Come on, it's different. Yeah, that, yeah. there's there well, are TVs there's not much Nobody has do. phones. Nobody. <laughs> there is no internet. They have to make their own internet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he he, he 20, was twenty thousand gigs. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is appointment viewing when no one has mass communications. Yeah, and apparently the music that Tekken has isn't good, but whatever music that guy was playing was great. Yeah, I I just I don't know. I I I have so much questions, so many questions about the world building of this film. It's like, okay, here's the plot, it's fighting and there's people in it. Cool. We're going to keep that same stuff, but we're going to do all our dumb world building all on, on like around it. Yeah. And they do not, you know, there's there's a depressing lack of post-apocalyptic DJs. There is one. We'll get to it. But <laughs> otherwise, the music choice is very upsetting in this film. A lot, a lot of flaccid techno metal or orchestral metal. And like if it's not like that kind of that like late aughts, like warmed over electronica beats, it's like rejected Chevelle tracks. It's yeah. got that <laughs> it's got that era of like alt rock going on. Hard alt. Yeah. Oh man. Oh boy. Really really <laughs> takes you back to the fucking oh jeez. Really takes me back to stuff I was ignoring ten years ago. <laughs> like this film. <laughs> um so martial law who again they're pulling out actual game characters yes. that look pretty fucking real. Pretty, pretty accurate. I wish he had film. the little goatee thing going on, but other than that, I mean, he he had. Depending the, on which film, yeah. Sometimes he has a mustache. Sometimes yeah. my martial law has a mustache. But yeah. So Jin Jin kicks his ass, and, and so now he's officially going to be in the Iron Iron Man uh, yeah. Iron Chef, whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's in that because yeah, martial law was the open slot, so they go in right. Um, and they go through, and he goes and meets the other fighters, and gets bullied by all the new kids at school because he's the. And then he, that, I kind of like that scene because you you get introduced to the fighters, and yes. you, and you realize, oh, okay, they're actually really like pretty slavishly trying to ape how they look in the game, and and it's pretty cool. Honestly, the they are like they with, look so good. Each like they look pretty accurate. I thought they moved pretty accurately. They they clearly got people. They clearly got actual like stunt choreographers and fighters and this they did mm-hmm. this, right? And they did a pretty good job emulating the costumes. Um Miguel's a little loose, yeah. which whatever. That's complicated to pull off if you look at his model, but I was genuinely surprised with the exception of the Jacks. The Jacks are nothing like Jack in the game, but that's just a fucking 
giant ass Schwarzenegger robot with yeah. Johnny Bravo hair, so I don't blame <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, I didn't have the the money for that, I don't think. Uh, no, because no. it that we would... spent it all on Hayachi's hair. Yeah. <laughs> it was we, we have budget for one wig. <laughs> one hair. So there's no jacks, there's no Paul Phoenix, it's a Hayachi. Sorry. And it's not even that yeah. big of a wig. Yeah, we talked about it earlier. They very odd choices to like exclude some of I think the more iconic characters. No King. Yeah. No No Paul, Paul. Phoenix. Yeah. No um Marshall, there's Marshall Law, and then what's the other one? Who's uh, the Jackie Lee, Chan one? It just I, all Lee. I, all I yeah. know is Lee. I don't remember his last name. I again and again, like we said, there's no there's no gone, none of the fun animal characters. Mm-hmm. I am one of those weirdos that like again, I came in late, and so I'm like I'm a I'm a Marduk. That was my whole oh. thing, but like he's nowhere near this. But they pull guys from later games. So yeah. it's bizarre, a bit odd, yeah. So he goes in and he meets all these characters, and again, when you see someone in that goofy ass Raven get up with a fuck X cross, yeah, scars on his face and the glasses, it's like okay, they're really stuck to this. But everyone's mean to him because he's a new kid. Except for well, at first she was. We meet who I don't I don't Christine. Yeah, that's right, Christine, and he reveals his foot fetish to her. Yeah, and that's what gets Endears her on his her. side. Yeah, yeah, that's why you know what I like you. You were you were. Uh, Objectifying my feet, and then she catches him staring at his at her ass, and I, I guess she also enjoyed that. Well, she's. It's, I mean, it's, to be fair, like I don't think he was looking at the ass. I think it was those ridiculous pants she was she was wearing. It's if you had a thong that was also pants, and I know that doesn't make sense, but that's basically <laughs> what it is. Yeah, and it's. I all, hated it. Yeah. It's terrible. It just doesn't look right. It didn't look comfortable. You know, it's a little bit of, you know, you need a little circulation, a little bit of air. It's it's fine. Some hip huggers, but also yeah. just enough of the, you know, enough of the crack to really like reel them in. But it's more, it would have been less exploitive to just do a butt shot at a point. Cause like that's those, those pains are just so wildly impractical. I don't yeah. know. What we're... Well, at least if you shart, you want soil yourself. <laughs> you'll just object out, I guess. They weren't <laughs> that we low. Jesus. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It depends on if she was sitting down. <laughs> Okay, so what we should do is shard into other people's butts, guys. <laughs> no, we're not going down this hole. Pun intended. Not going down the hole. Pun intended. I, I thought we were past that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that gets to live with you two always. Oh, my God. So we do the first round of the tournament, and the film, who I would say hasn't done a whole lot of, well, I guess the martial law fight where Jen fights that. Yeah. Decent stunt choreography. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It's pretty all right. I enjoyed the fighting. Yeah, I, th- the fighting I thought it was, was pretty well done. Like the editing was a little weird because yeah. it was like a little too quick, but it was well done. It was pretty cool. But we see Raven over Eddie, and it's like, okay, they that's that's. I don't know what more you could want. That's Eddie Gordo. It, yeah, the, so it's like okay. probably I thought the best rendition of any of the characters like fighting. He he did such a good job. I'm pretty sure it's just one to one to Tekken two. Yeah. You know, like he, I don't think. Maybe they like literally recorded a fight, a video game, and they're like, study this, and this Just is how do we do it. it. Yep. Yeah, so they do it, and I mean, a whole lot of this film is who's beating who at what point, yeah. so it's whatever. Plot happens in between fight scenes. And they insert a lot of funny little video gamey things, like when the fighters are being selected on the screens, yes. and, and then they only did this in the first half. They didn't do it in the second half, but there's a couple of scenes where... You know they're in they're in, they're they're in the arena, but they they add like a background like you would see in the game, like on a screen. Yeah, choose your stage. And I just thought that was adorable, and I I like that touch quite a bit. It's again one of those things that you can tell that's they 
tried in a weird way on this yeah. film. And well, it's like, they okay. Did it, yeah, they did it for the first fight, and then they didn't do it until the last fight. I feel they, like. they certainly, they didn't emphasize it. Yeah. Overly and and emphasize they kept changing the set. Like, every time someone would fight, the set looked different. And I, I remember we were talking about imagining all these workers <laughs> frantically scrambling to, like, move the sets around and between fights like while the audience black. impatiently 100%, waits. yeah. Black jeans and turtlenecks and the stage managers just yelling into headset to get stuff moved in and out. Maybe, maybe they bring out like a comedian to kind of like, you know, get the crowd going, keep the crowd yeah. kind of from leaving. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Hey, how about I, those protein squares? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like shit. Boy, I flew in from G Corp and man, are my arms tired. Yep. It's uh, so they do this. So I was thing. hanging around in the anvil. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody from the anvil? Woo! I'm so sorry. <laughs> All of us. Yeah. <laughs> he knows where I live. <laughs> I relate to that. Uh, so uh, Jin has this fight with Miguel and it, Jin wins, whatever. He freaks out and we see the first. This is very flashback laden film. Let's, you know, we'll just say that because there's like, I didn't train you for this. And then his mom said, so he's always flashing back to his. Oh, mom was Kung Fu teaching me for this very reason. Um, for some reason, flashbacks that are way in the past, I guess, look kind of like shitty early 2000s like, like uh, consumer cameras, video cameras. And then if it's very recent, it's black and white with a, a comic book like halftone pattern. And I, But uh, at first I thought it was stupid, but then I realized... Far past, recent past, far past, recent past. Oh, I, okay, well that, you know... I mean, it, it didn't really make sense, but at least I knew whether it was the far past or the recent past most of the time. Yeah, it's it. It was really weird that they like stratified those. I don't understand precisely what they were going for, but they did. Like, so like June Jin is freaking out and like almost beats Miguel to death, and it's like, oh, what's he doing? But he's having those black and white flashbacks, so I thought that's when he was like hulking out or something, because again. In the games, and I'm going to be that nerd. He's like, Jin is has the devil gene, and maybe it's going to bust out, and he's going to, they're both going to demon out him and Kazuya when they fight at the end. But never happens. I just thought that's where they were going, but they don't. Whatever. But speaking of Kazuya, Jin defeats uh, Miguel, and then um, Kazuya comes out and foreshadows at him for mm -hmm. a little while. If you are at all familiar with the games, you know it's father and son set up there. The I don't precisely know why the movie's teaching trying to treat this like it's a revelation mm -hmm. a because everyone's seen empire strikes back you know yeah. but if you knew the source material which no one was going to see this if you didn't know the source material you already knew this so uh but we get on to uh the next requisite a sexy time scene when June, I keep calling him June, that's his mom, where Jen and Christine run off to a dance club to have a sexy dance scene. Yep. It wasn't very, but... It was not very, and again, all I could look at is her butt, A, because I'm a fucking lecherous piece of shit, but also those pants were terrible, and again, I just... Well, I'll why? look at anybody who has terrible pants. You just can't get your eyes off it. It's a train wreck pants. But they go and they do that whole thing, blah, 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 music, dance. Uh, they oh, get, oh, I was, I, I was going to yeah, say, if they, if they had 
completely removed that club scene. They could have tacked on a few more minutes to the intro, and it wouldn't have been so batshit insane. Yeah, even giving us like you, like we were. We wouldn't have to rewind it twice to figure out what the fuck's going on. Freaking text scroll, just do it. I mean, for real, because these fucking captions were aren't enough. You need. Oh, that could have given us the best of both worlds: text scroll and the terrible dance club (laughs) scene. Oh man, that would have made the movie a lot better. Jen and Christine go to the dance club. (laughs) It's kind of awkward. The actors don't have that much chemistry. She looks 10 years older than him. <laughs> I mean, she does. Looks she re- good, but I'm just like, this is weird. This is like watching like a 30-year-old woman date like a high schooler. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's not, it, it, it fits the rule because it's half your age plus seven, right? Is the rule for what's... Uh, don't. That's pushing that. I mean, I'm just... <laughs> Okay, listen, a 30-year-old could date a 22-year-old, and I think that's... Sure. The, the math works out, but yeah. Yeah, he looks like he 17. And <laughs> <laughs> it. It's just... It's so unnerving to watch. Maybe but it's they, a Mishima bloodline. I don't know. I don't know. It's the devil gene. Uh, but they come back from this dance scene, and then uh, they drop Jen off at home. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Like, she's like, "Oh, I shouldn't. No, we shouldn't." I thought, and I thought it was kind of a red herring. Like, I figured out that she's she's got him in the palm you, of yeah, her hand. Yeah, you think she'd be the inside woman, but no, Jin was just gonna fuck around on his girlfriend because he's an asshole. Oh yeah, he has a girlfriend. By the way, it's established, or at least somebody. He's, yeah, yeah. It's so it's a whole. It, that was a whole thing that never got resolved. But then, then there's an assassination attempt. We get to see two white Russian women inside. Bad ninja costumes. It's kind of hilarious. It yeah. was really sudden. It was really just came out of nowhere. And a really good example of this movie, like you said, this film costs thirty million dollars, which yeah. still kind of boggles my mind because so little of it appears on screen in those moments. It's one of those one of those action scenes that they choreographed in like pitch blackness. Yeah. Well, I I think a lot of the money was that you know it's competently shot. It has some good lighting. There's a lot of costuming and sets and explosions, and I think that's probably where most of the money went. So we've said and Hihachi's hair, as we talked about, one hundred percent. Again, that's it's all on screen there. So they attempt to kill him because Kazuya is like he's going to be a he's a threat to Tekken, which it still bugs me to say Tekken's a corporation. I still can't. My brain hasn't. If I fuck that up, you know why. So, Kazuya, who has been butting heads with his dad, Hihachi, this whole time, he wants to take it over, but he's like, no, you're in charge of security. Security. But he does it, and then he's like, oh, we have to kill this guy. Because they do, Kazuya finally puts together who Jin is. It's like, oh, do a bioscan, look at it. That's my son. And I definitely have to kill him with my prostitute ninja Russians. Yeah, he we we piece it together later that the kind of uh, another scene after he blew up the village, um, he was like sleeping with presumably prostitutes, but it was the two fighters. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't think we ever saw the brunette fight, or we never knew what happened nope. to her. Nope. And I never. I was gonna. I was gonna cover that. Like trying to piece together how this tournament actually happened. Yeah. Because, again, I, you know, whatever, I happen to like watching fights a lot. And it's like, okay, tournament directors, let's see how this has to work. It the, the, it doesn't. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk of, it out yeah. at the end, but it, the shit doesn't happen. Uh, it's so, but we cut to the next day, which is, again, four days later, four days earlier now. Right? 
everyone in the bar is still watching in the exact same positions. <laughs> the only thing that changes is those little those little Chipotle baskets they had. Yep, get filled up with peanuts. That's it. So, I maybe everybody are, has an assigned spot. Everyone has their spots. It's a fascist regime. You, you, regime. It it might happen. Assigned seating, even bars. I guess you have to, man. <laughs> I just yeah. I, it's again, everything's appointment viewing. So the next day happens, and then it's the girl fight because Christine yes. fights Nina, who was the blonde yes. one in purple. And I mean, again, it's pretty well competently shot. People, yeah, like, that was pretty cool. Yeah. People are doing cool flying arm bars and stuff, and it's like, all right, cool, whatever. And then they just make jokes they about make, yeah, catty jokes. At cat, each other. Yeah, it's catty. Back and forth. Oh, my boyfriend. Eh, I don't know. I wish you would have said like, "Oh, I didn't know you're a grave or a cradle robber too." <laughs> I might be an assassin, but you're a cradle robber. Got it. So they do this fight, and um, yeah, Nina attempts valiantly to save that small boy, but no, it <laughs> yeah. doesn't happen, and he's left to yeah. Um, and Kazuya, shock of shocks takes over. Oh, no, I'm head of security, so the guards answer to me. So they capture Hihachi. Yes, he uh, he he kind of sets up a match between uh, Jin and everybody's favorite Yoshimitsu. Yes. And Hihachi's like, no, we have to, we can't do yeah, that. We have to that save that for later. Too good. And, and despite the fact that we're like in the third act by this point, we still don't know what the fuck this corporation does no. and what he's <laughs> going to accomplish by Make, taking it over. Yeah. We just know that the ratings are higher. Yeah, yeah that kind of seems to be the only thing they care or he cares about <laughs> is the ratings. Because are, did, Tekken are they a well. broadcasting company too? I guess. I, I, I guess it's everything. That's never like referred to. We just know that there's the ratings. ratings. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe they think, okay, we'll go along with your stupid little fighting thing. But if it doesn't get good ratings and it's a waste of time. Oh, they're getting good ratings. I guess you guys know what you're talking about. Keep having money. I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. weird. So they go through, um, and he's like, no, we're going to have this fight now. And he has the soldiers turn on dad, and he's like, ooh, how could you? Um, and so Jin fights Yoshimitsu. Well, and it's that whole thing of, like, he goes, you know, you you may be the leader, but you put me in charge of security, so they listen to me. But I'm like, well, he can also, because he made that decision, why doesn't he then? He doesn't automatically lose the power to, like, make a different decision. But Again, there's another example of some very unclear, like, lines of communication. The yeah. or- I, I, does this company have an org chart? I can't imagine so. <laughs> no, no chain of command, no structure. There's no, no acknowledgement of seniority anywhere because it, it becomes a problem later. Uh so, where's my notes? Yoshimitsu fight? Yoshimitsu fight. Thank you. I'm gonna mark that to make some. That, that's the samurai edits. guy, right? Yes. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty amusing. And again, now it's weapons because sure. Yeah, because Kazuya says everyone fights to the yeah. Death. No one really. No, that was before the... that. That or he he didn't say that. I don't think until until after. No uh, one. No one. Really no, they're like... just weapon fighting now, yeah. right? It's not to the death yet. Yeah, Yoshimitsu fights with the. If you're familiar with the games, fights with the sword. He's the only person I believe that has a weapon, um, but he doesn't really use it to like make giant slashes like he does in Soul Calibur. He kind of just backhands people while he's holding like it. maybe like a shallow cut. Um, but what was cool, I thought, is that they also like presented Jin with the weapon. They're like, "Here you go," and I thought that was interesting. 
Uh, the only problem I have with the fight is that he had dropped the sword and never got it back. Like he kind of abandoned that and just went into fighting. Yeah. Um, which I guess I, I know why, but I, I just would have liked to seen more of just like, I'm going to punch you, but it's also going to hurt more because I have a sword in my hand makes my fist solid. Yeah. Cause again, yeah. I, that just, that makes sense. Yeah. I just, they should have seen, I, I, I guess it, it, in the logic of this film, it had to be a real man in the samurai armor. Yeah. But you just want to see him attempt to do the, the fucking. Yeah. The commit Sudoku. The, 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 the Sudoku stab. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jin is wearing his power gloves that he got from Steve. Yeah. The British guy who Love the has been gloves. managing him this whole time. It's not important. He gets power gloves and then like. Knocks out Yoshimitsu. Which looked pretty badass, I think we all agree. Yeah. Those gloves yeah. look pretty good. No, it's it's pretty straightforward. All all the costuming good. all the costuming in this movie I think is great. Yeah. Like like I, I was just wanted to mention the 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 samurai like guards or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. The jackhammers. The jack like there's just a lot of great costuming and uh a lot of badass dusters and yeah. and leather jackets. Yeah, and that was just, awesome. I mean, it's not corny. It somehow just works. It, it like fits I really with the character. Every I really like the costume. Yeah, every character it, had a good costume. I you know, like. it was long enough after the Matrix that it stopped actually being cool, but was still kind of cool <laughs> enough if it wasn't trying to be it, cool. You know it, what I mean? I, it, like I said, I think it fits his character. Like yeah. he would wear something like that. Uh, I kind of. I let me back up a little bit i feel like i said every costume fit the characters i felt like some of the ladies costumes even though those were like costumes from the game they could have chosen maybe some different ones yeah um those some of those looked a little silly just yeah. like sh- like showing a lot of skin just just to be sexy well I, I mean i really hate to tell you but you know that's what they do well, that's par for the course yeah. it's a hundred percent par for the course no. at least it wasn't rumble roses yeah could have been a lot worse or dead or alive oh my god <laughs> I can't. Oh no, wait there to, is a. Del- I can't oh, wait till you watch the Dead or Alive movie. movie. Oh, there is. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> There's no way it can have as much jizz- jiggle as the fucking games Volleyball. do. No. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Uh, yeah. So Hihachi or Hihachi with Hihachi now on the outs, uh, Kazuya arrests all the fighters. Yes. And throws them into behind bars, which is <laughs> has been like a chain, chain link fence. fence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not to not to be pedantic, but that's what I'm here for. Uh, and then, well, because Jin is like, because Hayashi is in there too, yeah. And he's like, "What's it like to be behind bars while he's grabbing onto the chain link fence?" Yeah, but they whatever. But but it's not long before Kazuya catches them and has his jacks like try to hold them hostage. Yeah, he they kind of like stage a breakout sort of a mild breakout of the quote-unquote jail which i think is the last time we see the two sisters the assassin sisters. yeah they people start vanishing really quickly because it's it's raven christine um did we even introduce raven one of the other fighters who fucking cares yeah it's it's they've got some fighters in there but they all like oh we're fighting and they don't like you because you're the new kid but they work together because we could get out of here and they do some gunfights and it's and raven continuously shoots people even though i'm pretty sure in the games he's blind but then he also gets like hit by a bullet so i don't, I don't know whatever but they get out and it's like oh we got to do this um but it's at this point that kazuya declares it iron fist is now to the death yes because the ratings um and kazuya in another example of deaths happening off screen and with explosions 
goes through, and then he he everyone escapes, but Haihaji stands f- stays back to confront Kazuya, and then the guards just escort him off. And, and I, then and I think I was thinking back on it as the movie was, and I think this is where Steve dies, presumably. I can see he doesn't show up. I again. guess he just yeah. People start dying. Raven gets shot. Steve dies. Kazuya. Haihachi. Here's what we don't see Haihachi die. What happens is this. Sorry, it's so much to try to just get him full apart. There's a jack and he's got a gun in his face. And Haihachi's like, I'm Haihachi Mishima and something, something, whatever. Tekken. I, I am, am Tekken. Tekken. Yeah. I am Tekken. And then next scene is Kazuya walking away from an explosion. From a giant explosion. And he's barreling down the camera and he's and telling us that the Hi Haji Mishima is dead. <laughs> see? See behind me? See? Any questions? You're like, I, yeah, but that's your man's back there. You also killed the guy. You could have just let him But he doesn't him. care. He's burned people in buildings I, for it because he's so bad. I, I like that at the beginning of the movie, we're told it's not a game. Then we're, you know... I am Tekken, and then we're told it's a game, and it's uh, yeah. A, this movie sent me a lot of mixed messages. <laughs> am I supposed to like the girls? But am I supposed to like her feet? I don't know. Yeah. Is that a child? Is that a man? <laughs> it's got too many muscles to be a kid, but the face is really confusing me here. Why are they about to have sex in a room that's just didn't look like nothing but bad. brutalist architecture? Yeah. Oh, right angles gets me going, buddy. Yeah. Mm, oh, all conc- that cement. All that fucking cold-ass concrete fucking hurting your back. Mm. Uh, really rub it and give yourself fucking scabs on your... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they do, a, they do a death round. They do a death match round. And it's Brian Fury over Dragunov. Oh, yeah. And Is that the guy about, with the chain? Yeah. 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 And, and we've kind of half established Brian Fury at this point in this film, but he's a cyborg man. Yes. He's got metal parts in him. And it seems to be the worst kept secret because everybody knows it. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows it, but it's illegal and get him disqualified from the tournament. And he's already won it before, but it's illegal. And But Kazuya lets it go because whatever. We need to set up a big bad for the film. Mm-hmm. That's not, you know, we need someone to knock off before he knocks off the final guy. So he murders Dragunov in a pretty decent little cool, kind of a yeah. cool scene. Another weapons fight in like garrots him with a spiky barbed wire chain. Mm. Fury defeats Dragonoff and we cut to the control Something. the control room. Christine gets captured. Yeah, he threatens, he reveals, I don't remember at this point or at every point. He reveals that he is Jin's father that he shamed his mother and he said that if I knew she was pregnant, I would have killed the both of you. And if you don't do what I say, I'm going to do the same to your girlfriend here and Yeah, the guy's just, a jerk. Yeah. This film is just slouching towards its finale and yeah. I'm like it's it's not unamusing to watch but I'm just having a hard time trying to recap any of it because it just doesn't it kind of just it, happens it just ha- it's a yeah. lot more interesting on screen because there's and, explosions of people doing flailing and, moves yeah right before Hayachi dies like he like explains that he's not a bad guy but he is like uh, but it's not even in that like it's not even that that um, Hunger Games like oh we're the rich people and we have to call the old people yeah. but like or the 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 poor people but we think we're doing right. He's just like I did this for to maintain I don't know it it maintains okay. peace. Yeah, and the film kind of just takes him at his word. Yeah, it doesn't like. And he's like, know, yeah, your like, mother, how exactly? Yeah, your mother fought for the entertainment of everybody, but I respected her as a warrior and I saved you and her by sending you to the slums. I guess. I guess. It was, yeah, it was really very vague. 
very weird. Yeah. Again, the, the, there's there's a lot that this film says, but not a lot that it does. Yeah. So they get to the final fight of the tournament. Well, quote unquote, yeah, yeah. The, the quote tournament. Unquote, yeah. Yes. Jin fights Brian Fury, and it's mean, his he, ass kicked for most for a while. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of an amusing. Wait, so is that the Robot Man? That's yeah. Robot Man. Okay. Yeah. That is kickboxing. Uh, champion Gary whatever but yeah. I just like kickboxer Gary he goes in and he Brian Fury punches him across the way and it was I, kind of funny that was amazing it is funny and he and he like in the only VF and the only non-practical special effect anywhere in this film he like kicks him in the chest and there's like electricity under his muzzle yeah. biceps and it's like oh no he's a machine how am I gonna fight him but he does some stuff. He fights him and he beats him. Yeah, and it's kind of like, oh, maybe this, like, you know, maybe Jin will use his electricity fist. Nope. Okay, it's pretty set in what would be reality. Oh, there's a little sparkle on the machine man, but they don't really ever do anything with that. Yeah. Again, I the the, the game, even in its earliest days, ex- you expect a little more of that anime shonen yeah, kind of like like, like energy key, kind of yeah, yeah yeah and then the film just doesn't deliver on yeah. it so you know but that's it's fine it's not it's like it's not like the wrong tack to take i guess yeah. but it's well, just, i was saying the film was surprisingly grounded like they yeah. didn't really try to get too over the top for the most part except for giant eight mega corporations ruling everywhere in the world but i, first well, I thought yeah. you were gonna say a giant bear i'm like don't tease me like i that. wish there, was, there no, was a bear no Kuma in maybe there. it's in a deleted scene god i hope Wow, I can't believe they this film. There's no way this film Even spent like money just on deleted have them in scenes. In the background, you know, I, I would have liked if they, because uh, I kind of thought, I think we were thinking that maybe the dance club might have been the the, oh. the place to do it. Like some weird rich asshole just has like a bear in a leash, a and bear a, in a cage. Or he could have even said like the guy in the very beginning. He's like, I used to watch you street fight. He could have been like, I used to see you street fight a bear for <laughs> for money. That guy could have been a bear. Yeah. I would have bear could have been his grandpa. I mean, that wasn't Hihachi. His adopted grandpa, because June lived with a bear, and it's like... I would have liked it if there was just a single scene, and it was pointed out, like, very ham-fistedly, like, (laughs) look, that guy's got a bear, and he's eating all these hot dogs. (laughs) Because an explosion walks away, and he says, hey, look, that man has a bear. That bear bear and a bunch of hot dogs. Oh, my God. What's happening? Oh, yeah, he beats Brian Fury. Yep. And then Kazuya goes mad, and he's like, oh, I'll kill him myself. And then he grabs some axes, and then he goes down to have the last double match of the tournament in classic fighting game boss style. You think you beat the guy, and then there's another secret boss fight you come up on. Which, when he, like, ran... So Jin beating Brian, he ran up on Lion King Pride Rock and, like, <laughs> was, like, 20 feet in the air. Does a 20-foot axe kick and just snaps his robot neck in two. Yeah, but the puddle of blood that was coming out of that man like i don't know if you saw but like it did an aerial shot of Jin kind of walking away and brian's head was like surrounded in a puddle of blood and i was like i don't know i'm sure he knocked out some teeth but <laughs> i don't know if it called for that much blood i don't know yeah maybe I don't cyborg know. parts i don't know i guess we're supposed to like him because he murdered that guy <laughs> hardcore and he's still able to walk from that I, yeah i I don't understand. Like, heroic motivations elude this movie entirely. You, you mentioned the Pride Rock thing. Uh, I I love all the wacky set pieces during yes. the fights, and my favorite thing was the giant 
Buddha head that's mm-hmm. just kind of like. Do we see it in the Brian fight, or is it mostly just in the Kazuya fight? That's in the Brian fight. Yeah, yeah. that's the stage. That's Which, the only other time that the stage it says like Old Japan or something like that on it. I mean, by extension, it's yeah. also in that Kazuya fight. Yes, but yeah. You don't really see it. In, okay, yeah. But I just thought that was great. I love because that's exactly yeah. what you get in one of those backgrounds. Yeah. Old, so it, old ruin, a, temple ruins. A ruined or, temple yeah. and the buried Buddha head. Yeah, it was. It, I don't know. Like, like I said, the the art direction in this movie was pretty solid. Yeah, like it's Akira and it's Blade Runner it's, and it's, it's 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 a lot of things. It's certainly fun for that B level movie, you know. Yeah, it, it's not terrible. They uh, and so they do the Kazuya fight. Um, I mean, I don't know. You know where this is going? He yeah. beats him. Um, kind of like almost like guts spill out beats him too because he Kazuya for some reason is like wielding like very thin, oh yeah no it, sharp it, it, it's soul caliber yeah. now yeah it it was kind of weird so he has like two hand axes and he fights and then blah 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 and Jin gets it and then like slashes him and yeah. like it's not running it through what's it called whatever but he slashes him across the gut yeah and it's like you expect intestines to fall yeah. out well it's PG-13 but it's PG-13 yeah. so. I kind of almost wish that like the Yoshimitsu fight would have been the last and he picked up like his sword and did it but like kind of with his little tiny axe it was kind of an unsatisfying for me personally no uh, yeah. I mean I would 100% agree because Again, sword weaponry is not something that exists with this. There's yeah. like better ways to do satisfying like fist murders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean, really, yeah, fist-based murders. Yeah, the robot man should have like like just punched his jaw off, or yeah. you know, like do something like that. And then it's like, oh man, he's how am I? How do I fist fight a Terminator? And then you know, they could have sh- even he, done that. Like he could have like just punch him in the chest and like instant like x-ray and you see all the ribs crack and then it goes back yeah. see exactly anything, yeah anything there should have been something where like somebody used the internet ball to like hack him or something <laughs> oh to hack brian he's not a whole android he just has robot parts well just hack his tits or whatever <laughs> part of him is robotic and like like the corpse like shoots out and punches uh <laughs> punches him from behind that would have been awesome yeah, so but no he cuts he cuts Kazuya's guts open and no no entrails spill yeah. out. Disembowel, that's the word I was yeah. looking for. Thank you. My slash dictionary mind. Uh so he disembowels him with his embowels rebelled. Um <laughs> and he falls on the ground and he's like, Ugh and does Jin have a witty line to finish up the, uh, the fight? He looks like he's about to kill him and then i think he i don't even know he hands his axe to christine and christine's like check him out no he does say something doesn't he i was talking over it i couldn't care i remember he had the axe i'm like oh he's gonna okay he's gonna give her the axe maybe she's gonna okay i guess she's just gonna hold it he's like (laughs) i'm gonna ask you a question and he's like what and he goes what and then it just kind of ends (laughs) ends just like it began oh that would have been perfect (laughs) just a bad line (laughs) and then confusion all right Sky uh, Sky Crystal Productions, <laughs> Crystal Sky Productions. We're available no. to rewrite your nine-year-old film. Yes. By the way, they got their start with uh, Super Babies Two, Su- Baby Super No, Super G- Baby Geniuses, Super Baby Geniuses Two. Jesus, Jesus, Super, Super Babies, Baby Su- Geniuses Two. Back no. in the saddle. There we go. Super Super Baby Geniuses Two. The Squeakle. Smart infants too. Judgment Day. Oh no, we—that's more threatening than a squeakle. He kill. Oh come on. He kills. Um. So he kills Kazuya. Um. No, he doesn't. He spares him. Oh god. 
I'm just, he disemboweled him, all right? Yeah. He disemboweled. You don't come back from that. Well. He doesn't kill Kazuya, but he beats him. And that's the problem. He doesn't kill Kazuya. I'm trying I'm trying to make this film yeah. make sense because the next scene does not work if Kazuya is not dead. It's a Batman I thing. I don't it's like, like I'm not that. Gonna, I'm not going to kill you outright, but you might die from your injuries. Exactly. Th- this You'll probably die, yeah. but it won't be my fault because, oops, I mean, I didn't die. I didn't. I'm not the one that punched you till you died. It's just, yeah. This this movie had one of the most hold on hold on endings. So Jin yeah. Jin <laughs> walks out of the thing. He takes off his power gloves, puts on his fucking jacket, and is like walking out the front door of Tekken tournament building. Yeah, sports arena. Sport the Tekken sports arena for kind Iron of Fist. Like a sidewall. Like I don't know. And you see a bunch of the Jack guards like running around because. It's one of those movies. There's yeah. lots of guns. And then they line up and then they're like, give him like the, the tunnel to walk through the, the line of guys with their firearms, like yeah. a 21 gun salute or something. And, and I like that one guy that says, uh, uh, he was like, I knew this day would happen. <laughs> like what? Five days ago. <laughs> I knew this day when I knew Jim, this week Jim would end. Would, <laughs> would save us all. I just, I want to point out that this film has had, has told us one day has passed. One day. Yes. Yeah. They went to the dance club, they attempted assassination, and all this stuff happened two days ago. But it's so, but it but it started out saying five days so earlier. So the film starts three days after the entirety of the plot happens. Well, and and it, I don't know why. And it kind of like even the the film itself glosses over, I think, the biggest threat in the entire film is that he had a girlfriend, presumably. He met this super hot older lady. And almost had relations. And then you see the same girlfriend in the crowd watching the fight happen multiple times. And then kind of nothing happens at the end. You're like, oh, is she going to be like, oh, he's an asshole. But nope. He just kind of he's just there. limps away. Hey, I, I went to co see you. Hi. You know, like yeah. it's, there's there's no resolution or anything. But I ate all that and, chocolate. You got any more? Yeah, really, yeah I really enjoyed that. Was that was a good orange. <laughs> The, uh, his mom, his mom got the orange. Oh, his and, mom ate the orange. And then and the, the orange, coffee. yeah, and the coffee, and then those, all of that got rocket launched. So, <laughs> I, I, it's just like, like Jin, because Jin has won. I guess he takes over the Tekken company, but other people have won it. No one, yeah. Other, th- there's no explanation for the stakes because there's a point where Hihachi is talking, is chastising Kazuya, and he's like, "You have to." win Iron Fist because if we win Iron Fist we win the world and all of the fighters in Iron Fist tournament represent different corporations that's set up we don't know who wins uh, we don't know who fights for uh, Tekken that's never established I guess yeah no yeah Akazuya. Brian because uh, maybe Yoshimitsu and it's it's never established who's fighting for that and it's not established what Jin wins yeah. And they he says he like, didn't kill his dad. Why is he in charge? Yeah, he's yeah. not. Yeah, Jin's not dead. Or sorry, or, uh, J- Kazuya's not yeah, dead. Yeah. So what? and even Heiachi was like, you know, there was only one heir, but now there's two. But just because you did def- he pad did he did he have time to write that memo? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> I wish they'd ended it with Jin like looking at the camera and saying, "With me in charge, the ratings will always be high." <laughs> It's yeah. so, and then there's a there's a brief second of VO that's like, oh, and it was that it was the first strike against the corporations to something about I don't know. Yeah, the ending 
Yeah, I'm not too sure. But S- somehow, because he won, he's going to take over the corporation and bring peace to the Anvil? Bring peace to Tekken City and the Anvil? Whatever. I don't, what the hell does Jin know about running a corporation? I don't know. Why would they listen to him? <laughs> the boss is not dead. Literally, yeah. the president's there. Why did they? It's so weird. And that's the end of the film. That was Tekken. Yeah. And then we immediately smash cut to the credits where we get uh, the character outros. Which and more again, hard alt. More hard alt. And it's it was something, boys. That was that was an, a jam-packed 90 minutes, I got to say. Yeah, it kind of had one of those those things where uh, maybe I just shouldn't look at what the runtime is because even though it was 90 minutes, I kind of felt like it was a little bit longer than that. I, know I, I wasn't bored at any point. No, I wasn't either, but I kind of, there's a, a couple parts where I was just like, maybe move along just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Bored, bored is strong, but the, yeah, there's certainly moments where it's like, okay, I can kind of... Again, that dance scene, maybe. The pacing's really weird in a lot of spots. And Yeah, because sometimes things are kind of slow, and then sometimes things just happen very, <laughs> like very suddenly. <laughs> Yeah, like the beginning was insane. That was I, the fastest like exposition dump I've ever seen. I really, you re, you really feel like you're unstuck in time when you're watching this film because the first sixty seconds, and it's literally sixty seconds that they set this all up. That first sixty seconds, you need like five minutes to kind of tease everything out and understand it. But it keeps bouncing back and forth the time frames about what's happening in the chronology of the film versus like how does the pacing work and the actual watching of the cinematic experience. And it's just a fucking mess, but not not an uninteresting one, not an unenjoyable one, which I, I just had this thought. Would you say that this movie kind of reflects the song Chop Suey, like super intense in the beginning and then like slows down and then different parts goes up and out? Because like I just can't get over the fact that like it's so it just yells at you right in the beginning so much <laughs> it was really it's aggressive kind of yeah. weirdly manic in spots yeah. please yeah. watch this yeah i think are you paying attention are you playing plays we're gonna focus on those well i think this is a, as good a segue as any as we get into um i don't know what to call this one i think well, let's let's conju- let's uh, um call to order this meeting of the ratings board yes i like uh, it Oh, before we do that do we want to guess the rotten tomato yeah we do that uh okay, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So, Cody had the idea of of trying to look up the the Rotten Tomato. Are we doing Rotten Tomato and then audience rating, or? Well, I, I was looking it up, and and the uh, there's no critic rating. There's of course, only audience rating. Touched. Okay, good. And, and, and it was hard to find. Not hard to find, but there were like six other Tekken movies that like were coming Top up. Up. Does it I didn't like realize there were so many goddamn adaptations of this. Was there like a IMDb user or a viewer rating? Oh, that's that? that's a good idea. Yeah, but we can check the scores. Yeah, I, take, I just, you know. I mean... Well, do you want to just guess the audience score? Uh, it's out of 10, right? On no, it's a, it's a percentage. It's a, it's a per, yeah, percentage. Oh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Out of 11,000 user ratings. Oh I think God. IMDb is, is out of 10. Okay. Okay, um, I will start. Yeah. Price is right rules, I guess. Cody? Yeah. Uh right. Yeah, okay. Uh I'm gonna say twenty-two. I'm gonna be a little bit more generous and say thirty-three. You killed me. All right. And oh god, I don't know how to use my phone. Um the correct answer uh, thirty one. Oh, Zach got it. Nice. 
Nice. Congrats. You were much closer, though. So, yeah. I mean, one in three people enjoyed that, and maybe that'll bear out now. Yeah. So let's, boys, how do we feel about this? Move into ratings. It's the ratings section. Here at yeah. the ratings board, we review things like the ESRB does uh, from a scale of kids to adult, because this would have come out in 2010. It would be E for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, ba- we review this on a scale based on who should watch this film. E for everyone is the highest rating, followed by teen, mature, and adults only. Wider to the the smaller the audience, the less good the film. Uh, Josh, let's start with you. Um, I would say, well, I, I don't know. I I feel my initial gut reaction is to put it as a T, not because it's great, but because like anybody who's over the age of thirteen could definitely see it. I'm sure. sure. And again, that one and three, I would probably put it at an adults only. Uh, that bad, huh? Yeah, like <laughs> it, I, it was definitely enjoyable, but I also think that maybe I also played Tekken and I appreciated certain things about it. But the movie itself was very, very uh, like just it's kind of hard to ignore just how many plot points are kind of up in the air and then we don't see even all the characters that are introduced really. And so I, I would just put it at a, at a lower score. I, I did enjoy it, but it's not good by any stretch. <laughs> you need to get that. Uh, no, I, I just, um, as soon as we're done, I'll answer it. Okay, cool. Cause we're yeah. almost done. I'm right? gonna get a yeah. yeah, we're yeah. almost done. All right. I'll take off at, yeah. yeah, no, I can see that it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess I'm kind of surprised. I think uh, that's a hard F that I wasn't quite expecting out of you, Josh. But uh, <laughs> it's it was hard for me to give. But I, I maybe I'm just bitter that martial law wasn't included in the reindeer games. Uh, <laughs> Cody, where, where where are you with this? Definitely an M. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm going to be a little less less harsh, but M because um, it's competently done and. I, you can follow it okay, even though it's got some plot holes, but it's it's overall just too niche because even if you're familiar with the game, it is just an odd film. It, it's uh, it's not really cyberpunk. It's not really quite an action film, but it sort of is. It's it's kind of hard to to place it and. Uh, I don't think most fans of Tekken would be super into it other than 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 like the accuracy of the the way the characters look. It's just it's an odd duck. So M. I you know I'm going to concur with that, I think. I can't go full AO because this isn't like I just I don't care about it more than I hate it. Like <laughs> AO like is a is worthy of do you, scorn. Do you think <laughs> I, is that is that our measure? Is is scorn on that? <laughs> Because if it is, I don't scorn it. But. Uh, no, no, no. That's just my personal. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I would definitely say it's... I do scorn the martial law treatment, but again. Yeah, it's uh, leaving me cold more than anything. Um, it's not... I don't think it'll be the worst game film we ever watch. No. By, oh, a by long, no means. By a long yeah. shot. Um, but... Again, it's it's really weird. I should like this because I love like tournament fight mm-hmm. stories. Like I kind of live for yeah. that shit. And this 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 game series, this narrative, uh, you know, still dates back from the time when fighting games. That's all they could be about was mm-hmm. always just big fight tournaments. 
Um, but it didn't really even. I feel like it didn't. It didn't pay that off yeah, because like you didn't see fizzled out. Yeah, no. I mean, I again, I watch fighting as a you know pastime. So like, I love like tell me the story of a tournament and like the mm-hmm. the the narratives that come out of sports setups like this. But this is like you said they they've like Cody said you glue on some tournament fight stuff to like a half ass done mm-hmm. cyberpunk film, and yeah, I don't know. It's just not. It, to, it wasn't bad. There's some interesting stuff there, but I, I, I don't care. Credit, to its credit, uh, I think I've talked about this. I'm sure I have before. That, oh, my God. What did I do? Um, take, take that again. <laughs> Sorry. Take that line again. I don't know why I did that. To, to its credit. Uh, to, to its credit, to its credit, I have talked about this before, but... Something that like like when the movie can suck me in when it's got that kind of immersion factor, even if it's kind of crappy or there's a lot of problems, when it has that that peculiar magical immersion feeling where like the visuals kind of just work for some reason, like it it seems like it shouldn't, but it sort of does. That kind of elevates it uh, above mediocrity, but only. Only a little bit. Like, it's not great, but it, it accomplished that immersive feeling of making me feel like like that that's a, a real place that has, like, a history. Mm-hmm. Especially when they sh- would show the slums, the anvil, whatever. So I think that maybe is its greatest asset is that it does manage to build a world that you feel like is real. Even even if it's kind of shallow. Again, it's it was this this sets you up expecting that they will do more weird things with more weird choices, like mm-hmm. a lot of video game movies do. Just like use the game as a starting point. Super Mario Brothers. Everything has the same names as what happens in the games, but it's nothing like the games, yeah. right? Yeah, it's weird how it it's starts in a different place, but then does all of the same things the games do. And it's again a little boring, but novel if nothing else, somewhat. Um, I is this a successful adaptation of Tekken? Mm, a little elements, bit. Yeah. most somewhat, mostly. I think characters, maybe. I, I, we talk so much about fighting games, and I think there's that is so much. Uh, the narratives in fighting games are all usually almost secondary. Mm-hmm. It's like the Netherrealm games recently, where they have like these cinematic, heavy story modes that really push a narrative. Mm-hmm. In this era, this game, this series, it's always it's usually been very game centric first. So I don't know if there's a whole lot of story to adapt. Um, at the very at the very least, it it like I I think I mentioned it. Certainly, it seemed like there were people on the production and the writing side and all that who were familiar yeah, and faithful enough. So so at least they seem to understand the source material. So it got to give them that. Yeah, I you know. So it's sure, why not? It's 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 a dumb story and that's all the all fighting games have dumb stories. So I guess mission accomplished. Uh and I mean, I guess with that, boys, uh, I think we're done for this 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 episode 1 of Frame and Perfect. Um if you like what you're doing, follow us on social media. I'm sure there'll be handles attached to this. Uh you know, uh, Frame and Perfect around Facebook and Instagram. We'll we'll probably re-record this and edit this in later. So uh do until you, then. Do you have any any medias for yourself to plug? Any handles or anything? Oh boy, howdy. I uh, enjoy your Instagram. Dumps. Oh, thank you. You're, you're too kind. We'll plug all if you want to follow us personally, 
on Instagram. Uh, that's too bad because I have a private account. Oh, oh no, you follow goodness. me. I'm poor man's burden. Josh is a uh, George, George, J O R S H French. Uh, J O R S H F on Instagram. George and F French on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Cody. You, yeah, I'm pretty normal media. I'm on pretty much every social media platform, but, uh, I guess Instagram's probably and YouTube are my most prominent. So there you go. Follow you can follow Hey I Made That Productions at Hey I Made That Prod on Twitter or Hey I Made That on Instagram. You can also find us on Facebook or our flagship show Fight Forever on Facebook and Instagram as well. And I think until uh, next episode, boys. Um, clever sign off. I don't have one for this. I was trying to. Uh, no, that's the same. Yoshimitsu. Okay. Yoshimitsu. My ass hurts. I should have used a pillow. I no. was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Next time there will be pillows. Sneeze in my mouth. Not everybody. <laughs>